0: Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanson Podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and of course a lot of opinions about Brandon's works on the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Marie Rider. Also joining us is Alex. Hello, I'm Feather Rider. Also joining us is Jesse. Hello, I'm Lady Lameness. And lastly, we got Shannon. Hey, you'll know me as Gray. And I am Chaos, and today what we're doing, we're going back to Rhythm of War topics. Although by the time this airs, I guess we've have done some of them, but we're recording this. <laughs> it, it's just how it works. I don't know, uh, but we're we're getting back to talking about Rhythm of War because there's still stuff to talk about, and I think this episode on Navani and Rabonia was absolutely on our list for like top like important things that we need to talk about about Rhythm of War. And then mm-hmm. just stuff happens, <laughs> so it's, just, yeah. it's just been a while. Uh, but you know, Navani is a main character in Rhythm of War. That's super cool. And so we're gonna talk about Navani, we'll talk about Raboniel. we'll talk about their relationship together. There's lots to talk about. So I think we have to go to the biggest Navani stan, uh, Ian here, uh, and talk about oh, how much you love Navani in Rhythm of War, because I don't think that is in any question whatsoever. To anyone,
1: it's just so good. Like, <laughs>
2: why is it good, Ian?
1: <laughs> oh, put me on the spot. um Words. <laughs> How do I? You'll explain come off so
3: well. <laughs> You'll edit it so, so well good, in the edit, maybe probably. Yeah, the, you'll make it look so good in the edit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> none of this will make it in to the actual episode. Hello, um,
4: patrons. He all froze <laughs> for like twenty seconds, so I didn't even hear any of what just happened. So <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, 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 good. Yeah, good. Yeah. No, we this 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 is clearly just uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we we've done like no reference whatsoever. <laughs> no <laughs> no whatsoever. one
3: reread not the not book. Strong. We didn't reread no the one book. Re-read.
0: <laughs> We're just like, mm-hmm. ah, we could probably BS through <laughs> yeah, Nivanial yeah. episode. <laughs> I I look, I did a doc. It's a spare doc, but we have one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rhythm of
3: War yeah. release date. Yeah. yeah.
1: So as has been discussed previously on the podcast. Yep. Nivani is my favorite Stormlight character. She was not always my favorite Stormlight character. Okay. Um like the the first Couple of reads. Like, I liked her, but I didn't really think about her. I really liked Renarin, largely because of Alex and.
4: As everyone should.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but listening to the Stormlight Archive graphic audios in the car with my parents, we were getting to the point where Navani was first introduced. And I just started thinking about Navani. I was like, Oh my God, I love Nivani. Like, she's amazing. I love her. And so, what, well, sorry, when was that again? Like, mm. was, uh, you mean in terms of actual year or? Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> like, when, what, or like, what, what, which my book? What book? Like, book.
0: <laughs> yeah, when, when did you, when was Nivani your fave? When well,
2: was it your was
1: rereading or listening to the graphic audio. Mm. In Way of Kings, when mm. we were getting to the point where she's introduced, and I started actually thinking about Nivani' it's like, oh, like we're finally going to meet Nivani Like that's exciting. Like, and just realizing the 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 character that she is. Like she is, she is a caring mother, more or less. Like she she is who she <laughs> is. We should probably <laughs> she talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also, like, her dedication to science, like, is just interesting. And, like, she's an engineer, and I'm not an engineer, but I do engineering-adjacent things as a job. So it's, like, that connection. Oh. It kind of reminds me of Brandon talks about the book that made him a reader, Dragon's Brain, by Barbara Hambly, about how it helped him understand his mother more. And like I, I get it. Like once I realized like how amazing Navani is, I, I understood Brandon a little bit more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome.
4: I I feel like Rhythm of War is just a book that if you didn't already like Navani, you probably come out liking her better
2: mm-hmm. because
4: yeah. I think her character really just shines in this book. She um, does just even from the very start of the prologue it's one i think it's one of the strongest like characterizing prologues that we get um so far i mean like yasna's is decent but we already had a good picture of who yasna was by the time we got her prologue i think navani really being in her head deeply for the first time there Mm -hmm. uh and really getting this close-up look at like her and Gavilar's relationship, which even though Gavilar is gone by the time Rhythm of War is happening, you see how much of an impact that has had on her in the mm-hmm. years since and yeah. how much the way he treated her sort of shaped her impression of herself and... This way that he really preyed upon the insecurities he was able to pinpoint in her um, really did a number on her as a person. And Rhythm of War is a lot of her, you know, sort of uh, realizing how much of those, the way that Gavilar treated her was not true, that the things he said weren't actually accurate. And... Raboniel has a lot to do with Navani realizing some of her own value in those ways which is just it's really cool They're mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this episode because I'm like oh I could just like talk about their dynamics forever it's great I mean it's
0: mm-hmm. such a good line when Raboniel's like if you're not a scientist then no one is because yeah. well, what the hell yeah it's like <laughs>
1: so if cool. you're not a scholar I have yeah. never known one
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like this such a good line Uh, That that's just like so impactful for Navani. Um, Navani, like I always liked Navani, but like definitely this book's like, Mm -hmm. oh, Navani's really great.
5: I definitely had what Alex was saying, and I actually found that with every one of the books, that the character that Brandon was highlighting in that book, I went into the book maybe not caring all that much about them and left the book loving them. So that was nice to get. For Navani as well, and just like to have that trend continue um outside of the like the big main three, right? So, mm-hmm.
3: knew I same boat. I knew I liked Navani going into this book. uh I came out of it with like, oh my god, she's great. I love her. <laughs> that was basically the. I think even from the prologue, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna fight an army. I'll fight specifically one man for Navani, but like I would <laughs> fight an army for. Her. <laughs> for <laughs> an yep. uh it's uh it was like oh man uh quick like the the characterization work i'm just like wow brandon where did this all come from like rhythm of war was so good on that like a close putting a close pain on on some characters a close-up which i really liked and uh oh my god yeah like i i know this book just uh full of love <laughs> so
0: yeah Branda did a really interesting thing here where uh, the flashback character is not really the main character of the book. And like Brandon did talk about this as he was writing Sorry, Rhythm <laughs> before, but it definitely threw some people <laughs> off, I think, because uh, yeah. th- this is the first time he's done that. Uh, and Navani is really like, this is predominantly the Navani Kaladin show in this book, really, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where the, the yeah. main plot is in your theory and... Navani and Galadin are the most important people there, right?
1: Yeah, it's like reading this book, already being a Navani stan, like <laughs> getting like, and it's like <laughs> I, she's great, but, and like we've gotten viewpoints from her in every book but she, she is a relatively minor character compared to the page time of the big three. So getting the spotlight on her in this book, isn't something I was expecting, and like, and I know that this is the most Navani we're ever really gonna get. Yeah,
2: yeah
0: which is true. very bittersweet. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh.
0: like because we are gonna get more Dalinar in book five, and mm-hmm. like we definitely <laughs> got less Dalinar, more Navani in Rhythm of War, right? Like that's sort of yeah. the thing. Like we're definitely gonna see Navani in. Book five, there's a lot of story hooks for her,
1: yeah, her presence will be felt, and she'll be on screen. she'll be involved, but we won't be in her head as much, and she is not going to be the one driving the action the way she yeah. is in this book, yeah, totally agree,
4: yeah i I think she does share a lot of screen time. With Kaladin in this book, but we have had Kaladin focus before. Whereas I think, as you guys were saying, this is the first time we really get a spotlight on Navani. Even before the sort of invasion, we get more Navani in the first part of this book than we have before either. Like, um mm-hmm. you, w- we start out in part one, and it's this sort of like triumphant first use of the Fourth Bridge, yeah. which is this cool, yep. amazing yep. engineering project that she's been spearheading, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, she we see her do the thing that she does or she doesn't want to take a lot of credit for it happening. But yep. we saw an Oath Ringer, these were her sketchbook ideas. Yeah, it didn't look like what it came in the sketchbook, but like her idea was right there. And now it's like actually happening and they have this giant cool flying barge and it's not that efficient. It's not very easy to use, but it works. And that's <laughs> super cool. And, you know, in the lead up to the invasion, we have her investigating the weird spheres that she saw yes. with Gavilar and the strange, mm-hmm. you know, she's sort of grappling with the fact that some of her scholars died experimenting with this. There was that, you know, the strange explosion that she couldn't figure out. And, you know, they're working on the the pulley system that with the the hand glove. Like she's got her hands in so many different projects and we get to see a little bit more of that than I think we have before. Before you just get like, oh, the plot sort of needs a device and Navani has been working on something. We just get to see the final results. Um, This Mm -hmm. time we actually get to see her in sort of the planning stages and the process of, of a bunch of things.
2: Yeah.
1: Um,
4: It's kind of really nice.
1: Yeah. And like it, that does foreshadow, in my opinion, like the, the culmination of her arc bonding the sibling at the end. Cause she's like, Oh, I'm not a scholar. Like, I'm just like, i'm doing admin work i'm like bringing people together like like that's the bondsmith thing right
0: yeah yeah that's Mm -hmm. fair that is fair yeah i think there are definitely people who are like wow there was a lot of magical science going on in this book uh and i mean you're not wrong there was a lot of it uh but it was very interesting to see navani work and have her had the spotlight so i i think it's uh very cool uh and well i mean it certainly led to a big deal with the anti uh there was
3: huge huge things what i think i liked about it though like as a person who doesn't really like magical science um i this is where i kind of diverged from other people who didn't like the magical yeah. science bit was that i this was so tied into the character arc um you needed to be able to see that Navani actually knew what she was doing like she was following like actual scientific process and you'd follow her way of thinking so we could actually it kind of in a way that other books don't do necessarily they just say like oh this character went and did they went and did this but they don't go in depth and we don't see how they think and we don't see how they got there whereas like seeing the process um, I can see it being painful for people who don't really like magical STEM field stuff, but I, I also really liked it because for me, it was uh, less that I care about magic physics and more that I really felt like I believed that I can see her way of thinking. This is Navani really doing this. Um, I've seen her going from not just point A to B, but C, D, E, you know, reiterating and trying to find the answers. It was so good. I really liked that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, obviously i love this sort of stuff uh i was uh, like (laughs) this 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 is totally my jam but also just like having brandon represent a scientist really well uh in the story uh and really getting like the scientific process and making that feel believable that was very well done uh i definitely can't understand though people are like yeah okay there's kind of a lot of this it's like yeah Yeah. that's
1: (laughs) And I, I do get the complaints. Like, I also really enjoy it. But I also think it's very important that Brandon did include it. Because this is kind of the future of the Cosmere. That like, is true. Like, this is laying groundwork for books. 10, 20 years from now. That are going to be space age and, like, sciency and magic-y. Yeah. And, like, this is where that begins. But also, he's made a real effort to give each of the books in the stormlight archive a distinct feeling like the flashbacks go into hugely into this and the the focus on the magical science in this book because it's navani's book it's not necessarily going to be as present in books going forward so it, it is another aspect that kind of flavors this book to set it apart from the others
0: yeah
5: mm-hmm. yeah i think it just wouldn't have been quite as impactful as it was story be wise if brandon had gone more of the tell instead of show route and he really did mm-hmm. try and show a lot in this book with what navani was actually doing and he could have just said like navani does this thing fade to black cut scene but, like, to actually get more of that is um like what Shannon was saying like gets more of who she actually is mm-hmm. um and just like that makes a big difference in like the depth of her character and how she interacts with people and finding out so much about her insecurities as well and just how much that's tied up in everything that she does and she just doesn't see how much she's even doing, like what she says with mm-hmm. how she's just a patron. Yet people like come to her to talk through their designs with her, which is mm-hmm. not something a patron would do. But she just can't see past that. So it, like, yeah, I don't think it would have worked nearly as well if Brandon hadn't gone into that. That's Navani's character.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you 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 need to see Navani grow and like learn. No, 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 you are a scholar. For sure. You're not just mm-hmm. you're not just in charge of scholars, right? You are a scholar. You're the head scholar.
3: I also think it helps understand um, the imposter syndrome Nivani has. Because um, if we just do the fade to black and oh, and then at the next scene, Nivani has just discovered a new thing. And then at the and then, the, and then we skipped to fade to black again. And then she's like, oh, and then she she realized this didn't work. And then, you know, moved on to the other thing that did work. It's like That doesn't really help us understand like why she would doubt herself um, either. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think it's also that's that's just more of like the detail of why is it so important to get the nitty gritty of the scientific method here? (laughs) And I think that
4: there's a lot of almost her imprisonment during the um, during the invasion almost gave her this base She needed from other scholars mm-hmm. to be able to realize how much work she was able to do on her own, um, which we're going to get into like the sort of Navani Rabaniel interplay. But I think the fact that she was in her own room, she couldn't collaborate with anybody else aside from the someone who is her captor, who she has, mm-hmm. you know, a, a hostile relationship with. She and she and. Ravanel weren't, you know, the kind of close collaborators that she's worked with in the past, where she's trying to inspire Ravaniel to come up with these ideas. That, you know, she definitely had to do a lot of the legwork on her own and make her own discoveries without anybody else's help, and in many ways try to hide those discoveries from the people around her. And I think she has this instinct of whenever she collaborates with someone, she's She wants to give them all of the credit. Oh, it was their expertise. I just sort of, I just nudged them, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have anybody else that she could voice that upon. She was sort of had to be confronted with how much she actually does in these projects. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of an odd thing that captivity helped her see.
0: But wasn't it in part three that she still had her team of scholars? And then after that screwed up, then she was working on specifically the anti-investiture stuff in part four i think and then she didn't have her scholars again i think i that, think she, that's had, like,
4: was... she had like very limited interaction between with her, her scholars
0: teams. yeah yeah yeah
4: but she wasn't like face to face yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
4: and i don't think she ever got to talk with them very much it was like oh she can like ask them to look into yeah. something yeah but she has to stay in her room and do her own her own work sort of a
3: thing what also i think we're going to also bring this up later um when we talk about uh, Navani and Rabani all together but something that also comes up is like well why did Navani even do this like if she would if her research she's like her research is going to be stolen by the enemy and used against her so why did she even why did she even do this and to that extent that's sort of like asking of any character why did you do this irrational thing that is like core to the drive of your soul like it's like every time someone in a in a a character in a story does something a little ill-advised for the purposes of it's like this is the the reason is that this is so important to her that she would that she has to risk all the downsides because it's like it's so core to her it's like I don't know it's like it's like a cheating plot line. It's like, why would you do that? Why like everyone in the audience is like looking at you like, you stupid jerk, like, why would you something is like there is an internal draw that is sort of like that was dumb that you know, or something like that whenever a character does something dumb but is core to like, this is so important to her, she can't not do it. And yeah that's imp- i don't that, i i get that <laughs> i don't
1: i wouldn't necessarily like say it's like
3: cheating like, is the first thing this, this one
1: yes <laughs> this was probably a dumb move but it's also why does kaladin fight back to protect Tef's unconscious form like in his father's surgery right because that's if point- he didn't he wouldn't be kaladin why does navani continue doing this research because if she didn't she wouldn't be Navani. Like that's just who she is.
0: That that is all true. Uh I can definitely understand the critique that's like Navani this is this is like really dumb. Like like yeah that's true but like you you've created a thing that can kill every friend. Like that's not great. And granted but
3: she didn't she... yeah she knows she was gonna kill spren no like, no she no
1: she she, she made didn't the know fight. she was looking for like like just the opposite mm-hmm. like what what does that even mean like she didn't know it was going to be a weapon of mass destruction yeah
0: i mean that 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 is true uh it it's just I'm not surprised if someone's like, yeah, OK, that that was pretty dumb. And granted, I did not have this problem. Like, it seemed plausible that she would do this to me, but it it definitely makes sense if someone's like, wow, mm, that mm, that didn't go super great.
3: And it's also like um, this has just occurred to me, but I'm sure I knew it back when I read this in 2000, 2020, whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what if if nivani did refuse to just not do it i think like her people would have been hurt slash killed and yeah, yeah, you know rubaniel yeah. had like the uh the comatose radiance as a backup for all kinds of threats and coercion yeah. and it's like there are plenty of th- reasons like she thinks like i can research this and hide parts of what i'm discovering um that's that's and to me that's totally reasonable. Sure.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to bring up that like you can't really separate her making these decisions from the context they were in. Mm-hmm. Like her relationship with Raveniel like was very integral to part of why she did what she did and like there's that to consider, but there's also the idea that if I can figure it out first, then I can hide it. And right. I can stop the other person figuring it out. And that is kind of flawed thinking, but it is also mm-hmm. something that someone in captivity with like people she cares about being held hostage, who can be held against her by someone who like seems pretty um, like early on that we're given the fact that uh Neil, like will just, do what she needs to get what she wants so mm-hmm. i kind of never got the impression that navani felt her other scholars were safe so there was that pressure of i'm the captive mm-hmm. trying to keep people safe by doing this but right yep yeah, there's kind of a lot of other factors that really tie into it instead of it just being her doing what seems like a silly idea at the time
1: yeah and also, we have to remember like she did not single-handedly ruin the future of the world. It's like, yes, she discovered anti-lights. She's not the first person to discover no, anti-lights. Yeah, there exactly. were anti-lights in Gavilar's meeting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So like, even if she didn't decide to do it, it was gonna get out eventually. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah I, I think it's worth acknowledging also. For people who do feel like, oh my gosh, why did she do this? It was so dumb. She's, you know, she's handed this power to their enemies. I think there is a sense, at least the way that I came out of it was that Navani kind of gave as good as she got. Um, And I think having very recently reread sort of the first scholarly interaction between Navani and Raboniel, there's a lot of like Their first real conversation that they had, Navani learns a ton of things she didn't know. And I think there's a lot of that factoring into her Mm -hmm. sort of mental arithmetic of risk is like, she did learn. Yeah, Rabaniel learned things from her, but she learned a lot of things from Rabaniel as well. Mm
2: -hmm. and.
4: Even though we obviously see sort of the immediate destructive potential of anti-anti-light um, in the way that it can affect radiant siren, it also affects fused that way. Mm-hmm. This is not a one-sided; Navani yeah. has doomed humanity. This is both sides now have a new tool that has not existed in this war before, yeah. and um,
1: it's an end to the war. One Besides, way or another. It's like
3: nuclear weapons. <clears throat> yeah.
1: No. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's think like the-, the eternal war is not eternal anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Which is necessary. It's like there needed to be some way to end the war for good.
0: Look, if your issue with Rhythm of War is, man, hmm, these Radiants are really powerful and the Fused are really powerful and they can't potentially die. It's like, well, Rhythm of War solved that problem. It's like, no, they totally can. We can totally kill them. We can kill your Spren. We can kill the Fused. And that's going to bring a lot more danger to things. How about we introduce and blab about Mm Raboniel? (sighs) Raboniel. I'd
3: love to talk about (laughs) Raboniel. Raboniel who is introduced to us off screen this is the kind of character who it's like we get the build-up from other characters first to say like oh she's so scary she's so evil and you know the first real thing we learned that she did was create this um this plague bioengineering a plague that turned out um less effective than she hoped but more effective than anyone else um wanted it to be and Speaking of uh, worldwide plagues, um, that's also the reason um, Ar- Argent can't be with us today. Is, that's true. So, Raboniel took him out at the knees before he could join us. That's right. So. That's right.
0: <laughs> yep. Sorry, Sorry right. Argent. Just trying to be topical. Yep. 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 <laughs> trying to be topical. Um, if it was made in a fabriel. You, you heard it here first.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Raboniel, the Rabbonial lady who That's right. <laughs> Raboniel did it. Um, God, that's a joke we couldn't have made two years ago.
0: Nope, (laughs) nope, sure isn't. Sure (laughs) wasn't. Oh, man. Okay.
3: And um, so when she comes on screen, she's the kind of character it's like, what's she going to turn out to be like? And all of a sudden she's like, she comes off as super reasonable, like really scary still, but reasonable. And she's talking to Navani like like there's an equal, like sort of, I don't know. It threw me. And I think that was exactly what Brandon wanted. This was a great introduction to the character. And it's really hard to separate because it's been a couple years since reading at this point. It's, uh, it's hard to sort of remember what I felt about her back then, because right now I'm just like, Oh my God, I love her so much. She's the best. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to go back to how I felt at the beginning. I think I was like, really like, She's really scary. She's a villain. Oh, my God. Uh, what's going to what's she going to do? Um, And that was wow. I felt for the first uh, first few parts.
1: Yeah. And, and, and part of that is also. Leshwe is afraid of her. Yeah, that like, does Leshwe help. <laughs> was kind of like the main fused we got in Oathbringer. And like she was the scary one in Oathbringer. And in this book, she's great. We. We we yeah, get rib- to see a Leshwe more and like understand her more and see that she's not as bad as we thought but at the point where everybody is we still think she's scary and she thinks robonial is scary and so transitive property robonial becomes even more scary
0: like i wish we like in the later parts of the book i wish we still got like Raboniel being scary but like there's no question when you're reading part two and like navani is like she's going for the sibling it's like oh that's that's not gonna be good or like when Kaladin meets Raboniel, like going after one of the nodes i'm like oh no this is not gonna go well for you Kaladin. um I, I I do still wish, though, in, in the later parts that we got some more Lady of Pains, because uh, like she's not she she isn't as scary as that intro, you know, made it seem like she definitely yeah. can be scary. And I feel like she just has her ambition ramped up to like 11. Like mm-hmm. she's happy to do what she feels is need to be done. And that
5: and I think that's the point is that she's not actually meant to be this big bad boogie monster that she's like made up to be by the other views like she will just do what she thinks is the right thing to do which is so much further than other people think is Mm -hmm. what is okay Right. but like she's not like she doesn't try and abuse her power she doesn't make you dislike her like she is really reasonable and i think the whole point of like we don't see her be this scary person is that like her scariness doesn't come from her trying to be like overbearing and scary it comes from the decisions that she would make that like other people would find atrocious
1: mm-hmm. yeah right yeah she, she's not trying to become a caricature of herself like lesbian. Like Lesion's <laughs> whole deal is yeah. building up like the myth of the pursuer. Mm, right. Right. Which he was scary in part when,
0: one. Part one. And even yeah. some he part was, two.
3: He was scary yeah, in part I one. I <laughs> like part yeah, three. Yeah, when like
0: Calvin's like, f- starting to face him in your theory. Like that is scary. Ah, uh, Yeah. What, I, yeah. It's like
1: yeah. Raboniel succeeds where Lesion fails in that like. Raboniel doesn't care what anybody thinks of her. She lets her action other than like changing her name from Lady of Pain (laughs) to Lady of Wishes.
4: (laughs) Gently rebranded herself. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: it's like, (laughs) I don't like that. Like, we can tweak it, but she lets her actions speak for themselves. She's not going out there as like, I am the Lady of Wishes. Be afraid of me like Lesian does. She
3: just thinks that a plague that'll wipe out complete genocide of her enemies is a reasonable thing to do. Um, yeah, and she's like, like a h- hey, one is- in a
0: hundred singers die. It's like, yeah, that seems worth it. Seems well, it was
3: less effective than she thought it was going to be. So she yeah. she she yeah. put it out into the world thinking it was going to be more singers dying. <laughs> well, more
0: humans dying, wasn't it? Yeah.
3: Well, uh, she she wanted probably- all she wanted all humans dead, but they were like, oh. Some singers are going to be affected by this, but it was less Mm. effective on both fronts.
2: Mm, Yeah.
5: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I will say like the one disappointment I had about Rabanil as a character, like going through this book is like we start off with the pure like plague, like coming back into effect. (sighs) And then we get this introduction of this like bioweapons chemist. And then it doesn't go anywhere.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. True. that's true. I,
5: I just thought that there was something coming out of this. So that's probably <laughs> yeah. my, my one disappointment about like how it was set up. That's true. You, you've
0: complained to me about this on several
5: occasions. <laughs> yes.
3: It was just uh, maybe an accidental red herring. But yeah, given, probably. Given the year yeah, that I it released, so. I'm kind of glad it didn't. Um, that's probably for <laughs> yeah, the best. Could have been
4: but
5: worse like, in hindsight. How would Brandon Brandon know? with his future site.
3: yeah Yeah. that was that was lucky um yeah what i what i like about ruboniel is that like even when she becomes like less scary later on what she still succeeds as a villain because she's one of those like scarily competent people yes she you you don't no one gets away with fooling her the heroes (laughs) like the little gambits they try against her fail she's she's super competent she knows what she's doing and she's just like Mm-hmm. And then she keeps on doing what she's going to do anyway. Nice try. E-
0: even like Bye. with Leshwi, Venley's like, why are we doing this? Not this nonsense fused politicking where it's like, Ooh, you know that, uh, but I'm not telling you this. And like, obviously, Draponial, like knows what's going on Mm -hmm. with most of these things.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I know like back when we just first had our rhythm of war reactions, I loved what Brandon did with the Roboniel's character. I loved the sort of like bait and switch that we almost got in the way she's set up to, you expect the cruel, mad scientist with no empathy, who's willing to just do whatever it takes and, you know, And I think when we're going into part three and we have like, oh, no, Navani is now like at the mercy of this fused who has done these horrible things like what is going to happen? And then it ends up being this like incredible collaboration between the two of them. And we see more of like Rabaniel is a mostly reasonable person who respects people, even if she disagrees with them. And I think making her so she's not a good person but she makes a lot of sense and mm-hmm. she's very you can empathize with where she's coming from and making someone who's like reasonable and likable who you also can still see oh yeah she would she would make a bioweapon that would exterminate an entire race and a lot of her own yeah. side too perhaps mm-hmm. that it's so much more of an interesting character than if she had been just the oh i'm manipulative and i'm going to destroy everything and you're at my mercy navani (laughs)
0: she would totally make a nuke and nuke your or something if she got all the secrets from that she wanted
4: Freshing,
1: yeah yeah and it's such
4: an interesting character
1: yeah yeah go ahead spinning off (gasps) it's interesting that like i I like that you said she is not a good character because i agree because person good person what did i say
0: She's a good character. character.
1: Good character. <laughs> a good character. She's not a good Side person. But, yes. but
0: her <laughs> uh, character, like, for character references, her character references would be, like, okay, well, you're not he a good person. He doesn't
3: have good character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, but she <laughs> yeah. is a good
0: character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, because-
3: English, no.
1: <laughs> so yeah. sorry. Because, like, in D&D terms, like, I would definitively put her as lawful evil oh, like, she, oh yeah is, yeah absolutely she's evil not all fused are evil like i don't i don't think the fused as a whole are evil like Leshui, i don't think is evil N- she's neutral particularly in rhythm of war i like the breadth of perspectives we get from the fused <laughs> because in yeah. oathbringer they are kind of the new big bad like yeah scary and it's like no they're still just people like they're not all one thing but she's one of my favorite kinds of lawful evil they are she's likable she makes you forget that she's evil yeah yeah So she's not until like she does something and she's like and you're like oh like this is totally in character I forgot this is who she was like yeah What's i was listening happening? to you
0: talk to the sibling yeah. the whole time yeah that was a really bad idea it's like oh <laughs> that's really bad that moment hurt
4: that, <laughs> that moment yeah, hurt yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's rough
0: yeah mm. and then in just the sibling like going silent on the body, it's like oh yeah you totally deserve that but it totally makes sense but oof but yeah you're totally right like because Raboniel is reasonable uh in many mm-hmm. situations and you kind of get where she's coming from she obviously has a different perspective than the humans, obviously, uh, but mm-hmm. is like this ancient, like very knowledgeable person. And it's like in seems mm-hmm. to be making pretty reasonable decisions given everything. It's like, ah, yeah. ooh, that's very scary when you become when you do the things that people say that you're going to do. It's like, oh,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: yeah. pretty terrible. Yeah. This just reminded me of a scene from Wreck-It Ralph. oh there's like the counseling scene where it's like just because you are a bad guy does not mean you are a bad bad guy guy. (laughs) and it's like (laughs) the the Raboniel is the bad guy but she's not uh, the bad guy It's like she's she's very personable it's like she's the person like i would put her in charge of stuff like as long as I can moderate, like what with oversight. she's doing, like with oversight, with, with oversight <laughs> like she's very competent. She'll get things done. As long as there are the things I want to get done, that's fine.
3: Well, it's like you can respect her because when you she says what she wants, she's tired and she wants this war to end. She'd prefer her side to win, but oh, like if she has to, if she can't pick her side, then. The war ending is like her ultimate good. And like you can understand that even if you don't agree with her. Wow, she's going about it. Like yep. she's understandable. You you agree with her on, on things. And that's what makes her not just a caricature of a ha, 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 mad scientist. Yep. She's she's got real real character, depth of character.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and her she- motivations are understandable and like reasonable when you break it down to like what it is she actually wants like she doesn't want to wipe out the other side she wants the war to end and that's Mm -hmm. something a lot of people do want it's only when you start getting into the way she wants to go about it that like Mm -hmm. then there's some motivational issues but like on a core level like it is very easy to agree with what she wants to do and like it's not that she wants Mm -hmm. the war to end because like she thinks humans are evil or anything she's just Tired of war. She's Dalinar from the first book, but oh. in a different story. Ooh. That's a nice I
3: context. Like mm, no. They're both war criminals who are just tired. I don't want
0: to be. Oh, she is war criminal. Yeah. I mean, to be what? honest, probably oh. most fused are war criminals at this stage. They've just had so many millennia. Yeah,
3: the, yeah Dalinar is a war criminal. Oh, war she's crimes. just got to. Th- as, the, as the memes in the past couple years have gone, Navani has a type. <laughs> oh, and there are God. people who have
2: committed
1: crimes. <laughs> oh, yikes.
0: Oh, that's really <laughs> yeah. funny, though. Oh, <laughs> not wrong, though. No. <laughs> not wrong. It's really funny. Uh...
1: Another aspect of Rubonial I want to bring up is her daughter. Ooh, you mm-hmm. took the words right yep. out of my mouth,
0: Ian. And that's exactly no. what I wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah. Because, like, they because uh, she first gets introduced as, like, as. A, a fuse that has gone insane that sometimes is set to watch Navani, and th- there's the conversation where it's like she's asking for her mother, and Navani asks like, "Well, where is she?" It's like Navani is like, "Right here." <laughs> and, and it's like I thought if you put like relatives together, that would help people maintain sanity over thousands of years and it's like unfortunately like that's one of my theories that was wrong and then like she's the one Rabboniel tested the anti-void light on and
0: she's like oh you're free Mm -hmm. it's like oh oh that's such a good scene oh it's so good
5: it is like it's in like Rabboniel's mind like she is doing her daughter a mercy and Mm -hmm. For everything she could do with this new technology, she now has, like the first thing that she wants to do is to like give that mercy to her daughter. That Mm -hmm. is where her priorities lie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to test it. She chose her test subject for a reason. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you think about like someone being completely in a coma, it's like, do we take this person off life support? But Ah, but this person is magically created to be immortal, so have fun with that. It's like, ah, yeah, you know. Yeah, that that seems like a good mercy to give her daughter and things. Oof. It's like, this was
3: so good. Raboniel and her arc were the really good introduction to the idea that the Fused and Odium are not really on the same page. They don't want the same things. Yeah. It was so, like, could Odium have released any of the fused anytime he wanted? Was that a possibility and he just oh, chose yeah. not to? Yeah. Like, so uh, maybe this isn't fused rebellion, but this is fused difference of opinion. Mm-hmm.
0: They Odium want- can give <laughs> it, it can take away Tarash's eternal life. He said he could. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was an empty threat, but I I don't think it was an empty threat. I see no reason why he couldn't.
2: But, mm-hmm. you know,
0: yeah. So that's such a good point because I, Race I, is just a dick, right? Like, he doesn't <laughs> care. He's, uh,
4: he's on the cosmic war front. He's like, yeah. Roshar mm-hmm. is just my toolbox that I'm trying to get in order so I can conquer the rest of the Cosmere. He does not care about either of the factions in the way that mm-hmm. they care about Roshar. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's
1: I crazy. really do like that the idea of anti void light as a method of fused rebellion against odium like even just to give volition back retake their own volition yeah
3: the right to self-determination sorry the right to (laughs) 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 self-termination
0: that's Uh, where my mind went yeah uh that's, that's so true though yeah i mean Look, we've said it before. I'll I'll say it again. I'm very excited to see how the fused and tervingian interact because that's going to be very <laughs> yeah. interesting and probably not all good, but uh yeah, I think the FUSE were just resigned. It's like, well, it's Odium. We gave ourselves to Odium, and I mean, this is just kind of where we're at here. And there's not a lot I can I do just, about that. for the most I part. just think
3: it's super neat if Odium didn't want anti anti light discovered. Wouldn't that wouldn't that just be interesting? Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> now we. I guess we'll find out what Teravengian thinks of the whole thing because. Uh, yeah,
0: that's an interesting thought. Who knows? Thought. Who knows what
3: he'll think of anti light? I don't know. It's got to be important <laughs> to. Yeah. Um,
0: Terrifying
2: yeah, thought.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Awesome. Ah, I want book five. I I need it. We're not going to talk about Stormlight 5, the the prologue in in this one, but god, that prologue really made me want book five (laughs) like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say I love that we have this
4: note in here about how much we want Rabaniel and Harold flashbacks. Right? Yeah, because like yes. we need more Rabaniel, and she's totally she died in the book, she's and she's like one of the, the best present anymore.
0: She's like the oh, best oh, stormlight so villain so good. far, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and it's just like, oh no, you're one <laughs> book character. No, like Lesbian, uh, I'm to- yeah, kill that guy. Uh, I don't care about that. We're no, not doing Lesbian podcast. The list, he yeah. is not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh you read yeah. the book. It's fine. Nothing to analyze there. <laughs> but like Raboniel. Ah, yeah. uh, but we but we can see her in Harold flashbacks and like see young Raboniel and like, Brandon, oh that's please. that could be so cool. That'd be really nice. Yeah.
1: And like as much as I am sad to see her go in this book, I think it's a really smart move on Brennan's part. Because there, there's very mm-hmm. a very good chance that if she stuck around, like she would become a caricature of herself. Yeah.
2: Whereas, and I think like, it's very clear she's awesome.
4: I think this is almost, um, you know, for one, I love the way that Raboniel's sacrifice plays out mm-hmm. um, between, you know. Again, we're going to dive deeper in that one. I, I feel like very shortly, in fact. But I think mm-hmm. there is so much, there's so much agency in the way that she comports herself at the end of this book and the mm-hmm. decisions that she makes um, that, like, it's just such a strong ending for her character. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I do love that. I wish we got more time with her, but yeah. I the ending is amazing. And I think we then see uh, sort of... What I suspect is going to be Elle taking up this mantle of Mm -hmm. being really scary with Voidlight. And I think Elle is going to be more of the cruel, cold, totally remorseless, terrifying villain that, you know, we almost thought Rabaniel might be, but then she totally wasn't. She was like this great collaborator. But now these discoveries are going into the hands of someone who does seem very, very, very scary. Mm
0: And what's I don't know if he'll there. be quite like that, but I do agree he'll be in like the prime fused villain territory. Cause like Leshwi's not that. Boniel's
1: dead. Uh, Lesion's yeah. dead. Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah. What yeah, a fuse
1: we got. <coughs>
2: yeah.
1: Leshwi is currently a neutral party. Yep. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping for listener radiant at, um, partnership. Yeah. Please I just don't know how
0: much we're going to get in book 5 but we're we're definitely getting L stuff right 100%. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. and Raboniel's yeah. ending and like uh seeing how much Raboniel cared for Navani uh and and them singing oh. at the end right like she's she's not quite dead but is not doing well and they sing one last time. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. One The Eurithero uh, oh. ending is just so good
1: in the book. Yeah, and asking it's Navani incredible. to end her permanently yeah. yeah it's like stab me with anti-void light. if i'm reborn like i'll be crazy yeah give yeah. me an Come ending
0: out. oh <laughs> and it's like it totally makes sense so it's all like Ooh, mm-hmm. oh the heartstrings i'm pulled <clears throat> oh it's so good
4: the way that it like plays out of like navani has inflicted a fatal blow against raboniel and after that point Rabbaniel saves her life. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's so, it's such an interesting dynamic these two have. It's such mm-hmm. a powerful, like, we're not getting into like shipping stuff. If you want to ship these two, it's there. But like the canon relationship of like how much they respect each other it's and totally there. how opposed they had to be ideologically mm-hmm. was like, it's so well done. It's so fascinating. They carried the emotional core of this whole plot line forward spectacularly. Yeah.
0: Let's yeah. let's dig. Let's dig right into their relationship because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we, we sort of <sighs> talked about them is separately. But the, this yeah. that's why it's the title so- of the show here. <laughs> like,
3: yeah. I want to talk about them together. Why are these two characters, the central arc, their notebook being the title of the book? Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Like, it is a trope that, like, there's a fine line between love and hate. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Often, like, superheroes and, like, their villains have, like, a fraught relationship. It's called
3: foyer in TV tropes. (laughs) Oh,
1: okay.
0: Um, okay. You're you're welcome if you want to look that up on TV tropes. I'll see you in a week. (laughs) uh, A week or two for the next Uh, podcast.
1: Exactly. And, like,. It is such a powerful relationship that many people can relate to. It's like, there's a reason we like these things. And this is just such a beautiful example of it. Uh, arguably the best example of it in Brandon's works. Kind Brandon's
0: works? Um uh... Yeah, I think so. Like, hey, yeah, I'm, well, I'm willing. I'm willing to think put of that of a better one. one.
1: It's like we get a little bit of it with kaladin and Leshwi at the beginning of the book, but then yeah,
3: that's less. Like they they become less and less enemies with each each yeah. page. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like Leshwi, <laughs> yeah. it's a different facet where like Leshwi really isn't as bad as we thought she was.
3: Raboniel is the villain to the end
2: and yeah, that doesn't yeah. change. She, yeah. she,
0: They're ideologically opposed but they genuinely like respect each other as scholars and, and one of my favorite scenes is, is sort of near the beginning of part three where, where Raboniel just like has her thousands year old assumption about like oh yeah, uh, Voidlight and Stormlight are opposites. Like That's, that's mm-hmm. just how it works and she's like, well I mean Oil and water kind of are, but if you use a emulsifier, then it's not. Mm -hmm. And Raboniel's just like, whoa, I've just lived for so long that I just never, like, combated that assumption because I've just held it for so long. And they just Mm -hmm. grow over time just to, like, genuinely respect each other's scholarship. Even when Raboniel is pretty much just manipulating Navani to get get discoveries Mm -hmm. in order, like, you can't deny Raboniel absolutely respects Navani's scholarship because otherwise why would she manipulate mm-hmm. <laughs> Navani to get things done? Clearly she thinks she can, right? Yeah. It's okay. I,
4: I will say I don't think Raboniel is very manipulative actually. Um, she doesn't need to do much. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I suppose I, I'm using that term very specifically when I talk about like what is manipulation, but in terms of sort of what I expected their dynamic to be and then how refreshing it was that it was very different. Um, when I think about, well, first of all, I am, for those who are unaware, what we in the business call complete trash. So I'm <laughs> what already business really... is this, into- Alex?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, um, the AO3 I'm business? i very
4: <laughs> tuned into, like, any time that you have, like, Opposing people having being forced to collaborate, like it's why I'm very into the Ghost Bloods plot, Shallan Ray's. with Shalon and Marais yeah. and their whole like nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love those kinds of stories because I think they're really crunchy and interesting and play on motivations and stuff. But the way Rabaniel interacts with Navani is not what I would call manipulative because. She's not entirely truthful. Um, yeah. she, she definitely has a lot more power in this relationship than Navani is. She does not tell Navani everything that she's working on or everything that she's trying to achieve. That's for certain. But she's also not twisting Navani in ways to make her behave in certain ways. Like, Gavilar, I would say, is manipulative. <laughs> he finds Navani's weaknesses and pokes at them in ways to make Navani act the way he wants. Rabaniel, I think, is much more honest about her motivations in a lot of ways. Not necessarily the results she's trying to achieve. She keeps Navani in the dark about those. But she tends to give very frank assessments of like, this is your situation, Navani. Here are your options. (laughs) You can cooperate or you can choose not to. If you cooperate, I think there are opportunities for both of us and you could (laughs) potentially be able to outplay me and we can go down that road. That's the road I would prefer to go down. It's so refreshing. (laughs) And I keep using that word, but it's like, she doesn't need to manipulate Navani because she knows, she sort of senses that like scholarly mindset of they both have so much to learn from each other. And Rabaniel knows that Navani is interested in that genuinely in the same way that Raboniel is interested in genuinely learning from Navani and yeah they are ideologically opposed so they both want to be the one who gets more out of the collaboration than the other which is tough to do when one of you is the captor and one of them is a prisoner but Navani plays that game really smartly it's
0: it's so good yeah
5: I just oh they're so cool i love this plot
0: line. it's so good
5: you basically took like everything that i've like had on the back of my head for like the last 20 <laughs> minutes and was like it <laughs> Ninja I, Sorry. I, <laughs> I i i do disagree a little bit like i do find uh Rabaniel to be manipulative but i actually think that she's meant to be a I don't know if foil is actually the right term in this circumstance, but like a reflection of Gavilar in Mm, um, Navani's life. And like their manipulation and like otherwise treatment of Navani are in two very different ways and it shapes her character in very different directions. And like, I guess to me, I think Rabbanil fully noticed and could acknowledge that Navani is like the scholarly type who will keep going and keep trying to make discoveries if she is put in a positive environment to do so. And I think Mm -hmm. Rabbanil capitalized on that, which to me I would still call manipulation. It's not the same as what Gavala was doing but it's kind of like the difference between an outright lie, lie and a lie by ambition. I still think they're both lying. They're just different types. But I think like mm-hmm. because of the way that Rabanil does like treat Navani with respect by doing so and like acknowledge that she is good at what she does, that she is a scholar and does kind of boost her up. Like that just completely helps Navani work through and undo a lot of what Gavilar set up in her with her insecurities. And like, Mm. it just occurred to me thinking about it before, like how much these two characters are the opposite in how they have treated Navani and the opposite in how they have Mm. affected Navani. And I think that that was quite on purpose.
1: Both of you are very smart people. (laughs) Like I I, I have points (laughs) to make. For both of you, one is uh, Jesse. You, I don't think foil is the term you're looking for for that, but yeah, I do think sure. Raboniel is a foil for Navani in that she is basically evil Navani. Like yeah, um,
2: yeah.
1: But going back to like the manipulation point. I want to bring us back to the Emperor's soul. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. OK, okay. where <laughs> the final conversation between Shai and Gautona and Shai is like, oh, I manipulated you to kind of like set me free, basically. And he's like, I And I did it by being genuine. And he says, you can't manipulate someone by being genuine. And she obviously disagrees. So it's, I think that was exactly what um Raboniel was doing. Like, I do think she was manipulating Navani by being genuine, which gets into the question like, is that manipulation? Is that not? Mm, so it, yeah. It's a personal. Well, it's sort of like,
3: do you thing. agree with Shy or Garotana? um Yeah. Yeah, i i'm more on the gautona side i think if it's a genuine like if you're actually like talking from your heart the whole time and it's like you're being honest and open with that person i don't think that's manipulative i think it's like mm-hmm. unless you count like you can count every time a human talks to another person and is like i want a behavior out of you but it doesn't have to be a bad right. thing
2: yeah, yeah manipulation, manipulation has
0: a very negative connotation but like ev- generally people uh want to try and get something out of another person and that is not inherently mm-hmm. bad right like yeah I, I generally mm-hmm. want just to like me because she's my wife <laughs> and I do things <laughs> to make her happy is that like a manipulation I mean
5: I mean this comes up in Miss one as well because Breeze brings up this exact point of right. like mm-hmm. people do things yeah. to like and like dress in certain ways and talk in certain ways to like get things from other people so like how is soothing any different to that? So it, yeah. it is something that Brandon has touched on in several ways. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And the thing is, like, it is a spectrum. Like, there is no clear-cut line on, yep. okay, it's like, where does it start being manipulative and stop being just trying to get something from somebody? Because, like, I do think motivation is a factor. I think Raboniel is making the choice to be genuine in order to manipulate her she's not just being genuine to be genuine it's like she has a reason like if she thought lying would get her what she wanted she would lie it's just like oh, yeah oh no like telling the truth in this situation will get me what i want so that's what i'm gonna do
0: yeah i think yeah. i think that's exactly what it is she's putting on this genuine face to sort of get mm-hmm. navani's guard down in a sense right and like mm-hmm. how much that is a face of Raboniel versus a yeah. genuine like a bit of both uh, mostly genuine but like there's definitely lies of a mission as well right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like they're not on the same side so there's a aspect of manipulation <laughs> it's
5: I would also probably just say, like the setting as well, like the fact that Navani is a captive to Raboniel, and like it's not just her life that hangs in the balance. It's everyone's there because she is also the queen. Like I think that also makes a difference, at least to me. But like that's part of how I see it.
0: How genuine can Raboniel be when it's like everyone you love is in my hands, and I control whether they live or die? Have fun. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's it's this fascinating sort of dynamic where we could almost say like Raboniel manipulated slash fostered Navani into like becoming her best self and giving her this optimal work environment where she feels, you know, seen and appreciated so that she can make these incredible discoveries. But also the whole time she knows that anything she's making Has a very high risk of immediately going into the hands of her enemies and being used against the people she cares about, and yeah, it's this—it's so you don't see plots like this very many places. Like Mm -hmm. trying to think of, oh, are there characters in another work who have a similar dynamic to Raboniel and Navani? Like. Mm-hmm. i you really they're so unique they're, it's such a fascinating situation they're if fun you have to read suggestions in the it.
0: comments let us know yeah. This, yeah. this is good
3: for me cool. like it's sort of like what makes it manipulation versus not manipulation i think is like this is getting like personal definitions and sort of like what's the threshold for each individual yeah, totally. or whatever but like for me it's like it's the fact that Raboniel did actually care about navani and it was like the fact that their relationship was genuine to me manipulation has like a sense of fake um and the fact that um however much you think Raboniel lied to navani which i actually i don't think it was that much uh personally um it was the fact that Raboniel did Decide to save Navani's life, even after Navani did what she did and blew her up. Um, and to me, like that's kind of the one of the deciding factors is sort of like genuineness versus falseness.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it is just so good though, because like Raboniel gives Navani information, but you know Navani gives rabonial information too, and just like sees, oh, mm-hmm. humans can actually do this thing that singers can do, and like that is mm-hmm. insane. So I've never seen that. Right,
4: Rabaniel's not surprised by that at all. That's why she wants to talk to Navani because she knows there's things the humans have figured out that they haven't, and she wants those secrets. Like even oh, from yes. their first
0: interaction. Sorry, I thought yeah. you were meaning that she wasn't surprised that the humans could sing, and it's like I think she was surprised about that. But she, oh, you're, you're no, no, just no. saying in general yeah. that humans have things to give.
4: Humans that, have yeah. the discoveries that yeah.
0: the singers. Yeah, that's her get. whole point, yeah. right? That the fused have sort mm-hmm. of like gotten lazy in a sense. <gasps>
1: yeah, yeah. they have stagnated yeah but and there's the great scene oh humans are not of roshar and navani is no like i was born here like <laughs> my people have been here for thousands of years like i am of roshar which is just also a really great of scene of navani standing up for herself and not being afraid to I actually want to circle back to something Alex was saying about characters like this being so uncommon. Which is like, I I really do kind of want to emphasize that because they're both lady scientists, like one good, one evil mad scientist, but there aren't a whole lot of characters. Thinking back, like the one that popped it first into my brain was Yzma from Emperor's New, Sc- New Groove. <laughs> like, that was the first evil female mad scientist that came to mind. And she's like, GLaDOS from Portal. <laughs>
3: yeah. They tend to not be, yeah, human or caricatures, or it's human, like a, usually assistance team. to male mad
5: scientists. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's certainly true. Also, to jump back to something that Alex said, because she says so many great things. (laughs) Um, What she was saying about how uh, Rabbi was, like, adamant from the start of the books, like, no, no, humans, like, have learned stuff that is helpful for us, and we should be looking at that and looking to learn from them, looks kind of back on Earthbringer and, like, a lot of the uh, judgments and prejudices that come up amongst the humans about the singers and how they kind of look down on at least the the bass singers because they were Parshmen up till that point. And they don't see them as people who could have like things that are as advanced sometimes. And it just reminds me of some of the conversations where it's just kind of they're talked about as a monolithic group that aren't worthy of looking into further and it's instead, well, we'll just sit with our inventions and what we can do and not think about like what the other side could also give us. So it's just interesting to then get that cross opinion from the other side. And it's like, no, they're thinking about what we can give them. Why aren't we doing the same? Mm-hmm. So good.
0: <gasps> this, this is the, I mean, this it's just dark. is getting to it's the so whole human good. singer conflict. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I totally don't think is going to be resolved in book five uh, at all. It's, it's too big. Uh, I, I don't even know if it could be resolved in Stormlight itself, uh, really, uh, totally <laughs> yeah. satisfactorily. But like, yeah, it's that whole, uh, hey, we got to value the other. Right. In the context of this mm-hmm. big war, which is actively making people pr- not be able to do that, really, in a sense. Right. Because um, there's gods like pushing people to not do that oof i think a trope that i just really love is a villain being very honest it's like hey you know i mean you you can like exactly like you said alex like i mean you can't oppose me it's just a terrible idea and let me tell you why it's a terrible (laughs) idea and and i'll just let you know there you Mm go here are your options like clearly one's a better one so why don't we work together like i just love that uh villainous honesty oh i dig i dig it it's so good
3: I love when villains don't have to lie.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't need to well, lie to get you to do what I want, basically, right? Mm-hmm.
3: On on the same hand, like, I understand why Navani doesn't necessarily trust that N- Rabaniel is always telling her the truth. Oh, like,
0: yeah. like,
3: obviously, she, she's got it. She has to second guess everything Rabaniel is telling her. Yeah. But for me, like, when I, in my memory of, like, reading these scenes, I never had much trouble believing that Rabaniel was just being pretty much maybe not a hundred percent, but pretty much always straightforward with her. Like obviously there's lies of Mission. Like I'm not gonna tell you that I'm spying on your conversations with the sibling and all right. that. But um mm-hmm. like for the most part, it seems like she's in a situation where she doesn't have to lie that much to Nivani um in order to get what she wants. So it's like it's like almost like a freedom that Rabaniel feels in this relationship. And I kind of think that's like the cracks of like why she felt like she could bond with this with this woman of you and i are the same and like kind of building on that so certainly. that's kind of where i was at while reading
0: certainly when that's... she's doing the science i don't think Raboniel lies like she yeah. says truthful things uh, about like the science and the way the world works right mm-hmm. and they're trying to discover it together right
2: That is a Uh, really
4: interesting point that you just made, Gray, that I hadn't sort of put together before. And I don't know if that's the point you were meaning to make, but this idea of like, I I think you guys are right that if Rabaniel had thought lying was the way to get what she wanted, she would have lied. But the fact that she could be honest and that was actually the better way to go, because I think if she had lied, um, Navani just would have dug her heels in and... Seen through it, and not cooperated. Navani's too smart to be messed around with like that. Mm -hmm. But I think you kind of touched on this idea that like the fact that she was able to be honest with Navani and that that was the strategically correct choice, (laughs) almost like lowered Rabaniel's guard a little more than maybe she was. Yeah, yeah, that was my point. That was my point. Yeah, Yeah,
1: cool vibe. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and it's like in our interview with Brandon after um rhythm of yes. war like, i did ask the question of how genuine ribonial was yes yes did. the only part he would confirm is that she was totally genuine about her daughter's death and her reaction to that but the and other the war and the war yep. but the other main one is there's a scene where they're investigating the shield around the sibling's heart and one of the war forms is swinging Alucard's blade. And I, I just want to quickly read a couple yeah, of lines. Yeah. Uh, we could unravel its secrets if we tried together, Raboniel said, instead of wasting our time watching one another for hidden motives. Hilarious. This is true, ancient one, <laughs> Nafani said. But if you want my cooperation and goodwill, perhaps you shouldn't flaunt in front of me the blade taken from the corpse of my son. Raboniel stiffened. She glanced at the war form with the weapon. I did not know. Didn't she, or was this another game?
0: Ooh. Like e- even just like, reading these lines, their dynamic is so good. I, I love it. It's yes. so good.
1: And that reads to me that Raboniel didn't know. Because I feel like if she did, she would have used that more effectively. She was caught off guard there. Yeah, in my I, opinion. I'd agree.
5: I definitely read this as like <clears throat> she was caught off guard and she screwed up by doing it this way. And like, that was the, rea- the reaction from her. That is what I got is like, Oh mm-hmm. no, I shouldn't have done it this way. I should have known this beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I think this is also one of the scenes that helps her find the best course of which way to go with Navani. And it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, if this hadn't have happened, if it had been, like, if I had known it, I wouldn't have done this because she seemed so much more open to things being honest. And I think, like, this is a good scene to help set that tone. I do, I do agree. It does seem like...
3: You know, this is this is a scene of Rabaniel. This is my my take that this is a scene of Raboniel trying to do her thing of like, I'm just being honest with you. And this is our goal and we're going to succeed. And, you know, doing her whole like um, I'm I'm showing you the stakes of what's going on here. So you together. should just you should just you should just uh, help me. There is a totally like uh, paranoid reading of this where it's sort of like Oh, I'm going to accidentally show her this, like pretend I, this, uh, sorry. I'm going to pretend that I didn't know that this was your son's blade. So that means you can get mad at me. So that means we can have like a, you can feel like you get one up on me. I'll pretend to be ashamed. And that means we can sort of like, you'll trust me a little bit more because I admitted that I, sh- I screwed up. You could read it that way. Like that would be like super the batman master manipulator play. yeah just, yeah but like just, chess master but,
0: but why like why would Rebonial know this information like she is I, relatively I recent being reborn anyway and like she's probably worried about mm-hmm. a lot higher level issues than like i'm keeping track of all the blades that we took from humans and it's just more like Oh, yeah, we we need some shard bears because we're going on a major offensive here.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. You, obviously you're going <laughs> to like, take some. Can't think of how. So
3: it's uh, yeah. it, it does feel like it was mm-hmm. against the point she was trying to make to Ivani mm-hmm. in this scene. Yeah,
1: I totally agree with you, Eric. I think it is plausible in character because like, she is like the hyper competent one. Like she sure. knows things. It's plausible like she would have known or sure. she could have known. Sure. I, but obviously I don't think she did. It's not out of character for her to not know as
0: well in this specific y- instance. Yeah. It like
5: She is the one who knows how to control every aspect of her environment and every aspect yeah. of what she is trying to do at any given time. And this is a, introducing a complete unknown that she didn't even know was an unknown. And right. Like mm-hmm. She seems to realize that in the moment. It's like, oh, this is not what I wanted. This is not what i was trying to achieve
1: this also underscores another similarity between the two that we've kind of touched on in that they are both mothers yes of adult children that are no longer alive or no longer they have grief self-aware they
3: have grief over their their children
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure for sure Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely, okay. which like I, I think uh, Raboniel would have academically known at this point, mm. but seeing it and seeing a kindred soul in Navani, this is just another parallel between the two.
3: Yeah, and it's kind of also. Um seeing the proof of like the spren like earlier in that scene you read ian um mm-hmm. Nivani is trying so hard to be impassive but like a little uh, agony spren uh pops up mm-hmm. and Raboniel notices but mm-hmm. it clearly isn't quite able to see why or sense mm-hmm. sense why Nivani is feeling that way oh, and yeah. then it all comes together and that, be- and that becomes a thing of like she knows Nivani is actually feeling real pain over over her son because mm-hmm. it's like the spren can't lie Mm -hmm. they're they're so active around humans is the thing so it's uh this is rabaniel doesn't even have to believe navani's words she can see yeah in the corner there's a little agony spren when she saw this
0: i have a great uh future uh stormlight prediction that would that is not true but it would be a great (laughs) parallel to what happened in rhythm of war that if eventually Navani uses anti stormlight somehow against Yes, <laughs> parallels with Na- um. uh, uh, Raboniel and her oh, daughter. No. I I don't think that's true, but I, I I do want what has happened with Navani and Raboniel to matter going forward because I'm I'm still uh, even though their ending was good, I'm still sad she's dead. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. There's.
4: A quote in this little section that I actually kind of want to dig into a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's what Rabaniel says about we could unravel the secrets if we tried together instead of wasting our time <laughs> watching one another for hidden motives. Mm, so good. I don't think Raboniel actually wants this. Um, no. I think no, strategically, no. she believes it would be easier if Navani was just, like, totally trusting and duped and was working completely cooperatively. But Thanks. I think she would have respected Navani so much less if mm. Navani ever let her guard down like that. And I don't think Navani ever really does. Like, they do become close in a way and they do really respect each other as they collaborate but never does navani lose sight of the fact that they're on opposing sides and i think that's why partially why Rabaniel respects her so much of like it's almost interesting that she throws this out like you could you should just trust me when Actually, she doesn't really want that because mm-hmm. it would mean Navani would be stupid if she did.
0: Yeah, and she doesn't. Like it, it, doesn't it, it, it more helps their relationship and their dynamic that like, oh no, I can genuinely respect Navani. But mm-hmm. I think what Raboniel's going for in this is just the strategy, the high level strategic aspect. That's like, I mean, it would it <laughs> would make my life a lot easier if you just did these things, right? But then their yeah. relationship wouldn't have been <laughs> as good, and maybe Raboniel yeah. wouldn't have saved Navani's life. Right.
1: Because,
2: yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: And another thing I want to bring up, I 100% agree with Alex in that. Yes, it would make her life easier if Navani just rolled over and gave up all of her secrets. But that's not what Raboniel really wants out of the relationship, because I think it's important to remember the way the fuse reacted to her appearance during the Council of the Nine. It's like, oh, it Rabbonial's? was P- Raboniel's appearance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like she was at some point in the past, like she was put to sleep, and it's like sh- we're not going to wake her up. Like she's too crazy. Like yeah, she's just causing problems. And so Leshy was r- surprised when it's like when she showed up. I don't think Raboniel has any true allies among the fused i don't think anybody good point truly trusts her and i think the closest relationship ribonial had was nivani like even though she was an enemy it's like she still got closer to ribonial than anyone else has in thousands of years.
0: I mean, does any of the fuse trust the other fuse on like a like a true emotional level? Or is it just, yeah, I mean, we're on the same side, whatever.
1: Like oh, we'll, we'll I be mean, back. I definitely groups. believe. Like among the Shaneam, yeah, I, I guess think they true. trust each the other. Heavenly
3: ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but and like I definitely
2: <laughs> think the there
1: are those relationships. Yeah. I don't think Drabonial has them. Like she's done too much. Mm. She's burned those bridges.
2: It's
0: mm-hmm. fascinating that people thought that she was crazy and then were just like, I mean, she seems really reasonable for the most part. She's just mm. like super ambitious and knows
1: he what just she has wants.
3: Her, she has her line in a different place than other people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I really want to know, why was she woken up for this desolation? Mm. Did Odium foresee something?
0: Yeah, it's hard to say. uh, how exactly what fused coming back when how that all works like i don't Mm -hmm. think we really know Mm -hmm. at all it seems like
3: l has been back the whole time it's not as if they pulled out every single fuse. yeah
1: yeah Yeah. because there are multiple lines about like it takes time for everybody to wake up but she was specifically pointed out as somebody that like was not going to be woken up ever again
0: yeah so i just wonder how much agency like she has necessarily like how much agency they have on Braes. i don't know <laughs> that's a lot of mechanic stuff about fuse that's not really in this episode but uh yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: maybe in the episode that's already come out about heralds and fuse but i don't know mm-hmm. um i know
4: we didn't really dig into it much during the Raboniel section but i know there was a a point in our notes about her new title the lady of wishes
0: yeah and why is she called the lady of I, wishes because she doesn't want to be called the Lady of Pain. Yeah, yeah no, but I like, why is that title? It is like, what does that mean? I, I wouldn't...
4: I, I, uh, it's, it's hard to... I mean, it's not in the books. Uh, the book doesn't dig into why she changed her title. But I do wonder if, A, she's trying to sort of like appeal to the new singers who maybe don't know all of her backstory of like, she's been given a chance to come back and maybe does want to, like, uh, rebrand a little bit. But I wonder almost (laughs) if it's her wish for the end of the war. Okay. Yeah.
2: I was thinking about it being her
4: wishes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We've sort of seen she doesn't have this cruelty where she enjoys the suffering. And Mm -hmm. so I think maybe she's realized she doesn't want to be, you know, yes, she's willing to do drastic things but it's in pursuit of what she sees as a worthy end. It's not just mm. for like the pain and the suffering in and of itself.
5: Like she doesn't want to be known as the person who is causing pain just for the sake of it, because that's not mm-hmm. what she does. Um, this is yeah. very much because I read Warbreaker recently, but it just reminds me of Boschweaver, changing, changing her title as mm-hmm. well from something yeah, I mean. that was given to her that she didn't like to something that she chose for herself.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually want to disp- disagree with something Alex said. Whereas, like, sh- doing it—they're not allowed. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I, I got the impression the the name change was a long time ago. It's not a recent thing. I also got that impression. Oh, I got oh. that impression. Yeah. Know,
4: yeah, maybe I was wrong.
3: I, th- yeah. I figured it was post. I mean, I think the reasoning still. Uh, yeah, I think the reasoning still holds. It's, it's just, just not, not a desolation.
1: It's an older desolation. Yeah. yeah, but
3: she's been wanting the end of the war for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I, I agree that the name change ultimately has more to do with not being wanting to be Lady of Pains rather than necessarily liking Lady of Wishes. Though I uh, I do really like the idea of like she is making her dreams into reality. Like mm-hmm. she has a wish. She makes it real.
0: Yeah. It definitely sort digs into funny. that ambition mm-hmm. aspect and thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Rebranding mm-hmm. on Roshar is really hard. Just ask the Dustbringers.
2: Really tough to <laughs> to rebrand. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, like They need also a good logo, like you know
4: pretty stuck in the brand that they they get A PR Usually campaign change brand okay yeah, sorry no. yeah yeah
5: yeah yeah it's also just interesting because like we were talking earlier about how she doesn't really <clears throat> seem like she's the type of person to have to project um like who she is or what she does for like people to <laughs> fear her and respect her but it takes work and effort to change a branding of yourself and like that just kind Mm -hmm. of seems a bit in juxtaposition to her not needing to do what Lesion does and like posture and like make people scared of him and make people think of him a certain way. People just think of her a certain way. So it's just interesting that she must've put in that effort at some point Mm. to make this change.
0: You will not refer to everybody was just...
1: Yeah, or everybody was just so scared of her. It's like you want to name your change. Okay, okay we won't call no you the thing you don't like. Don't yes, kill ma'am. us, please.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're good. Sure, whatever you want. Yeah, it, it does commands. kind of sound
5: like that a little bit because, like the I don't remember the exact quote, it, it, but it's like. We used to we used call, to call her, Lady her Lady of Pains until she decided she didn't like that title. <laughs> and like, that yes. kind of sounds like, oh, OK, we'll just change it now. But yep. yeah, no, it, it only just takes more like work and effort and kind of campaigning in a way to change how people think of you and like what they brand you as.
4: Leshwe first introduces her as like she used to be the Lady of Pains. Like that's it's still around. Um
1: yeah. Wasn't she also a member of the Nine yeah, at one was. point? Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, she totally yep. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so she was hugely influential. Yeah.
0: like, And I can't imagine that's good for your sanity. Mm-hmm. Being in the stone. Yikes. Yep, but she sure was. And I, then she decided that she didn't like it that either, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. I, lo- I love her Rabodial. She's just like, eh. That seemed like a good idea of the time. Our people for yeah. a while.
4: Let's do yeah. something else. Let's do yeah. something else. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe where I got this impression that the Lady of Wishes was a new thing for this return was the fact that, A, we know the pandemic <laughs> Phage bioweapon plan was the most recent desolation before this. And I I always for some reason i I tied those two together that like that was where she went too far and realized like, uh maybe I should rebrand. But there's also we don't we don't have the quote in our notes, but I know I think it's very early on in Rhythm of War, Leshui talks about, or maybe Vinley just has it in narration, about how a lot of the fused are really frustrated by this return because they have these like long Mythological histories, and they're these famous <laughs> figures of legends. Right, yeah. And none of the singers know that anymore. Like mm-hmm. it's been too long. All of their mythology is. The listeners gone. don't either. Um, yeah, and like Lesian is clearly very frustrated by this. <laughs> and that's kind of why he's like pushing his pursuer <laughs> yeah, thing yeah, yeah. so hard. And but I wonder if Rabaniel found that sort of refreshing. Is like, hey, it's a little bit of a clean slate for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the other fused know what you were up to, but the normal singers, like they're just gonna use whatever title you gave for them, and they probably aren't going to most of them find out the history unless somebody directly tells them, like Leshui tells Vinley.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so fascinating though, that Raboniel made this disease during the last return.
2: Like that. Yeah. that's the what? most
3: recent one, right? like them. from the prelude 4500 years yeah, ago yeah I, 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 I,
0: I mean that's the obvious reading of what that was i i would need to look at uh didn't it
4: only last like 10 years after the one before that too it oh was, it was like the heralds same year. something
0: it was the same yeah year. it was the last desolation like the the very last desolations the heralds broke like immediately yeah, we, we know that for, for certain, that, that the last desolation was within the year of the, the previous desolation.
2: Um,
4: yeah. That is an interesting timeline.
0: After the last them. return and her madness, she was to remain asleep. Why? What does that mean? I like how <laughs> there's also a line in Chapter 14 of Rhythm of War where Vendee says, what does it mean, lady? <laughs> like as immediately <laughs> as I
4: say this, then really they would be great at who's that cosmic character?
2: Mm-hmm. What?
0: <laughs> 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 what does it mean to me? So podcast? she apparently rebranded prior to the thing that Leshwi is like saying was the really bad thing, which is fascinating
1: see I this think it's, is why i think i
4: got that impression because i thought it was I, think, I still don't get that impression
1: I, I don't think leshree was like this was the singular bad thing she ever done this just is the just most the recent. most recent yeah, one so true. it's the one freshest in my mind i guess so that is it's the, the
3: worst probably the worst one according to the other fused as well but i don't think i don't think (sighs) the other fused being like whoa what the heck Raboniel has any link to Raboniel being tired and like i don't like this name anymore
0: yeah okay that's fair that's fair
3: yeah
0: i know
4: i definitely was thinking about like in the wheel of time one of the forsaken is like a medical torturer who just does that to Mm -hmm. whoever she, and I was like, that's what I figured when I hear lady of pains, that's Mm, the, that's the sort of vibe I get. (laughs) Right. I think one of the, this is maybe one of like our final topics that we do, but I do want to really talk about the, the final interaction that they have, which is when Raboniel, Navani makes her escape attempt and Raboniel saves her after which I touched on this a little bit before, but after Navani has sort of given her a fatal blow. And yeah, I think it's just, um, it's very emblematic of the sort of respect that the two, these two have cultivated for each other. Um, cultivated? And I think, <laughs> uh, um, you know, I think Navani, we, we see here, she never lost her distrust of Raboniel. She knew that it was the strategically correct choice of if she had that shot, she had to take it for her people and for the sake of the tower. And especially after she found out what Raboniel was planning to do with the anti-void light. Like, I don't think there was any hesitation that Navani felt in setting up that trap and knowing it had to be done. Even if she did respect Raboniel, um, and it was correct, and I think Raboniel understood that as well, which is why when um, Vire comes through looking to kill Navani, Raboniel stops him, even though she's like very deeply wounded. You know, she's like, I, I think she like tackles him. She like she grabs onto him so that he can't like, go after.
1: She climbs up his body. Yeah, because yeah, her legs are non-functional.
0: I think at that yeah, stage. Yeah. yeah. She's like terrifying image. <laughs> Oh, Good man, stuff.
4: she the the fact that she would like expend such effort to save the person who has just killed her is mm-hmm. just incredible. It shows how much she sees Navani as the potential, the the best way towards an end to the war yes, and therefore true. the uh, someone someone worth saving, even though Navani has just done this terrible thing. Um, Mm -hmm. which honestly Rabaniel may not see as so terrible because, you know, Mm -hmm. she thought the death for her daughter was merciful. She probably understands the risk arithmetic Navani made to, you know, set that trap and pull that trigger. And she almost, there aren't hard feelings for it, which is shocking because it's such a, it's such a deep, terrible thing to attack someone you've been working with and to, to kill her them even. is in a different place yeah she she doesn't lose any respect for navani even after navani has attacked her and mortally wounded her like oh i love i love the way that they've gone through the book and i think this is just sort of the perfect
2: yeah.
4: ending. The respected scene. enemies
3: you know yeah. ugh, you, it's so you good you got me you know i just keep <laughs> saying that but it's so good
5: Alex basically said the same thing (laughs) I was thinking again (laughs) like almost like word for word how I was thinking it as well um yeah I think like you're too good definitely the like the relationship that they have cultivated like led to the point where Rabonio knew that Navani out of anybody else is the most likely person to use what they have discovered to end the war and not continue it and like she knows that so well because of how they have worked together and like the bond that they did develop. And yeah, like I very much think that that also was part of it. Because like, if had killed Navani, then the war is just going to continue. This is now just another yeah. weapon in the arsenal yeah. that they
1: can use. Right. I think there's a measure of respect on Raboniel's part towards Navani i i think she's also the, kind of the person that would view it as a compliment like, it's like you respect me to view me as a big enough threat to blow me up
0: and you did it good yeah. job like that's 10 it's like, out of 10 yeah, you did like, it yeah
1: you you are the person i think you are it is an aspect of ruthlessness that does again underscore the similarities between them it, so beautifully
0: it, it definitely feels like one of those things it's like oh wow that's your passions are very high and i really respect that that ruthlessness that is like I, good
2: good work ten, ten, ten. <laughs> didn't think humans <laughs> would do that
0: so good, good Nice on you
3: good job yeah what i also it's also valuable for a relationship like this when they've spent the entire book being like or at least from Navani's point of view, I don't know. Can I trust her? What What is she telling the truth about? What is she being genuine about? What is she lying about? A scene like this, when you when she's about to die and there's nothing, there's no reason left for lies or subterfuge. Um, it's so valuable for Navani's and the reader's certainty that of what Rabaniel did mean. There's no way to see a, a malicious end uh, in saving Navani's life after she's about to die um mm-hmm. it's uh mm-hmm. and that's kind of like why I think it's so affecting and, you know like we know that the respect was real like in that it was um whatever Rabaniel said she felt she meant, and we know that at the point of dying and saving Navani's life like that's it's certainty and it's truth,
0: yeah um, yeah like you, you you're just you can't argue that that moment wasn't genuine, right? And so that that definitely like <laughs> yeah. colors the rest of the relationship as well, uh, in that way. That it's like, oh no, no, Raboniel did, despite some manipulations, depending on what you want to call, but certainly lies of omission at least. Uh, mm-hmm. Raboniel respected the hell out of Navani and was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'll save your life. Yep.
4: I almost get the sense that Raboniel felt like one of them needed to live. And Mm -hmm, that, you know, it could have been either one. Obviously, I think Rabaniel wished it had been her. Um, You know, she wanted her side to be the one to come out on top, but there needed to be an end. And I think she had this sense of like, if I'm not going to make it, then Navani needs to, because we are the two who are going to be able to use this most effectively. Like. Obviously, we see that L is doing his own experiments with anti-void light now, and that secret has made it back to the rest of the fused. But I do think Raboniel would have been the most dangerous person to implement that into the war strategy.
2: Yeah. I think by <laughs>
4: killing her, Navani did set sort of the fused strategic side back because Raboniel was the one in the room when the discoveries happened and knew how it worked and knew how to put it together there's going to be some catch up on the fused side. Whereas Navani gets to keep her expertise and all that they worked mm. on together. So mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's I'll a really interesting that. point. Yeah. That's makes me think about like, Ooh, what's Navani going to do in book five. Right. Cause like, obviously there's going to be stuff with Navani and the sibling, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. like, is her job going to be like trying to get a bunch of anti-void lights and it's like, all right, let's go. Let's, we have the weapon. We we got to use this, or else. Make
3: sure everyone has a a, a knife on them. Yeah, with the...
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Like mm-hmm. how much? I mean, how much you can you get those in ten things. days? Yeah. I, guess, I mean, I suppose yeah. that that is one a solution to it's like oh Dalinar, like Dalinar and uh, Odium's agreement. It's like, well, I can't really deal with the fuse. It's like, all right, well, let's get some anti light. Let's 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 finish that. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll solve that problem, but. It it's kind of challenging other than the sibling to sort of see where Navani's character goes, because we've had such a big character climax. Like that was just the core conflict from her. So like, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm not going to be too upset, not seeing as many points of view from her just because like her big arc, we got the big arc.
3: There's going to be so mm-hmm. much to happen in Stormlight five. Like I don't, yeah. I can't see her being taking as big of a role for sure
2: yeah fingers
1: yeah. crossed she's the interlude through line that
3: can be fun
4: um i know there's almost in terms of i i, I think you're right that we're probably not going to get this level of spotlight on navani again which mm-hmm. which is a little sad but i also see it it's similar to the way that i viewed like what's happened with renarin's character where initially where you have a character who's sort of a little bit more of a side character, a little bit in the background. You're going to have a few people that really resonate with them and sort of pick up on what's happening with them. But after you've had more of the, the spotlight there, you then are able to, more people are going to be able to catch the smaller moments going mm-hmm. forward. You're going to carry forward this appreciation of like, oh, I've been deep inside this character's head and now I get what these small moments are meaning, and you can sort of extrapolate more of that. Um, From like other people's point of view, and, and you still Renard. see the character.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: um,
4: But, yeah. There was a lot of, I know, like, Oathbringer. I was like, oh, I used to have to, like, lay out theses of what Renarin's character was, and now in Oathbringer, he just said a bunch of it, and more people know now. It's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what this book is going to do with Navani as well.
5: Yeah, Yeah. I think in the next book, like, some things that I would really like to see from Navani is more like some sort of decompression with Dalinar, both about like (laughs) what happened in the tower, but also like they need to have a talk about Gavilar and like it would be good to see Dalinar being the one being supportive in their relationship for once because it is normally (laughs) the other way around. And now that we've had Navani like in the spotlight, like she has been through this entire occupation. It would be really nice just to have like one small scene where like she just sits down with Dalinar and he's just there to support her. And Mm -hmm. like, that would be nice to see. Like, it's not something that needs to be like, like go on throughout the book or anything. Like it really could just be like a single scene.
0: Add that in with like, Hey, let's talk about bondsmithing some fit that in there too. Like we got to have a scene about that. Right. Like Mm -hmm. just, let's have let's let's talk about these things in the past also magical powers it's like that 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 can just be a chapter right seems yeah. good mm-hmm.
4: i wonder how much navani will tell other people about rabaniel mm. i wonder yeah. how much she will feel she's almost able to share about what really happened between the two of them and because mm. i mean clear She's got the book that they Mm -hmm. wrote together during captivity of them discovering. (laughs) How is how is she (laughs) going to talk about how that came about?
1: Mm. Yeah. She does leave a note on Raboniel's body that, like, this is the body of a hero. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Or like something along those lines. Yeah, she does. Respect the this body is like.
3: Mm -hmm. So it's not gonna be a secret. She's gonna be like, this is my respected arrival something happened
0: <laughs> yeah cuz it, it that's just so complicated cuz i could totally see someone being like uh you guys sort of weaponized anti stormlight and that's kind of not great <sighs> like i could totally imagine someone in world thinking that that is not great like a bridge four person thinking that that's not great potentially <laughs> right
3: well her retort is but we also have anti void lights." So. yeah 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 <laughs> they
1: one thing we really didn't get into And so it's not going to be a big whole thing, but like they not only discovered anti-light, they discovered hybrid lights. Yeah. yeah. They discovered the rhythm of war. Which is probably Mm -hmm. going to be
0: important. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Uh, Yeah. um, That's huge. Somehow. But (laughs) that was also that was the thing that earned Novani the title Voice of Lights.
2: Yeah. Not the discovery of anti-light.
1: That's right. Yeah because that was the thing Raboniel wanted Navani to figure out anti-light she was not expecting hybrid light yeah yeah.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: I just realized that I need to be on the sibling podcast because I just got a bunch of thoughts about the fact that the person Navani might end up decompressing about Raboniel with might be the sibling because the sibling oh, was there for all of that yeah and the yeah. sibling had a very different relationship with <laughs> the body it, this
0: little slightly different relationships i'm being actively unmade by this person you know Oh.
4: And yeah, I, uh, I had maybe not put together that, that that Rabaniel might be a sticking point in the sibling's relationship. is like
3: the horror, the horror uh, creature in the siblings' story. <laughs> it's like you're yeah. stalking me and trying to kill me. You're the thing that mm-hmm. follows.
0: Well, if that episode already came out, then great. Well, and if not, uh, see it in a bit for it. Uh, there
4: will be one. There we'll will make be it one. happen. There will be one. Point.
0: Point. We, we were maybe we'll going to record had. that one, but scheduling didn't work out. So I did this one. instead.
4: I just like something just clicked in my head of like, ooh, crunchy motivations. Mm. This is going to be mm. delightful.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Any other uh, closing thoughts while we're here?
1: I just used the one I was going to use for closing thoughts, which was the voice of lights.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. The voice of lights. Uh, it was so hard not to just be like, and that was so gay of them at so many points about <laughs> I mean, this. I was like,
2: <laughs> I mean, I, like look,
3: the first time you is, were like, though. and when Navani stabbed her and like she asked her to end her life. And then we didn't even really talk about them holding hands and singing. It was yeah, just yeah, like,
0: the, it's not just the singing, it's the holding hands and singing. We, we, yeah. We, it's
3: I really wanted to get to everything we talked about, but I just want to register like, it's very gay. very <laughs> was okay. It was so okay. fraught. It was so intense. There was like, oh my god, it was. It,
0: it was like deeply meaningful too. That it's like it, it was looked
3: deeply
5: meaningful.
0: All shippers for Navani and Rabonial. It totally got it. So valid.
5: There is very little you have to do to like any of these scenes to make them more gay, explicitly <laughs> romantic. This yes, can yeah. just it, be know. like a tragic love story. As it is written.
3: Add a hand yeah. kiss, maybe. And that would be yeah. like God, a side <laughs> glance.
2: yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Brush of the
5: hands. Just like small things. Like.
2: Yeah. No, just continuing
1: Brandon's like, streak of accidentally super gay. Ho- yeah. Accidental homeroticism.
4: Accidental super gay.
2: Like. Yeah,
4: I like, feel like we were very responsible podcasters and just stuck to the canon line as yeah. during our discussions. But we did need to just
0: we got to get. Oh yeah, yeah. It I had
3: to it make sure hair. we say it.
0: Look, look, <laughs> it's super gay. <laughs> like, we come were on. so responsible,
1: but
3: we were so responsible. But I just have to say it before we end. Well, and
0: it's just such <laughs> yeah. a good.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It's it's such a good female female relationship. That's like,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't
0: mean they can't be yeah. friends, but it's they it, it, it could yeah. be more like it's just easy.
4: So mm-hmm. it was right. I, I yeah. think it's some of the strongest character and relationship plotting that Brandon has done. Yeah, um, I agree. He yeah. has a lot of great character arcs, but this one was just it, you know, both of their characters were so solid on their own. They were so, their motivations were very clear and very intriguing. And then the way that he wove them together to create a fascinating rivalry, collaborative, respect relationship and pulled that all the way through through to the end. I think it's some of the best writing. One of them
0: kills the other. But, you know, (laughs) there's
3: so many gay tragedies that are like written by gay people that also involve killing each other. And it's like fraught and Mm -hmm. emotional and hard. You know, it's like you can make this. In, like it's
0: yeah.
3: that's not disqualifying, let yeah, me just yeah, say. Yeah yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, it is so good though.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: Well this was fun. How about we head on to who's that Cosmere character? It's-
5: this character
0: is from roshar menace
4: yeah tom raise
0: void in drag on a horse (laughs) it's time for who's that cosmere character welcome to who's that cosmere character the game show where you sent five clues and a character to wtcc at 17shard.com after each clue these guys have a chance to guess who's that cosmere character this first one is sent from Lexa Smith and clue one. This character is a P- POV character. Menace. It's <laughs> it's not Menace. What did you guess? Oh, no, it's not Renarin. Sorry, I should have assumed song? it was Renarin. Not mm-hmm. Light Song.
5: Basher. Sure. It's
0: not Basher. Clue two. This character has been drawn by Shalon.
2: Ooh, Ooh, that narrows is it? it down that's a useful oh. clue that is a useful clue
0: it's not adeline adeline <laughs> adeline <Mur.
5: laughs>
3: it's a pov character oh uh-huh. those are two very useful clues together i know right phil
0: it's not phil
3: i'm gonna guess veil vale.
0: it's not veil vale. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a great guess. Thank you. I thought uh, it was creative. I'll just, I'll just cross Kaladin off the list. It's not Kaladin. Clue three. This character has met a Herald.
2: Yasna. It's not Yasna. But I like that guess. Is it Shalon? <laughs> it's
0: not Shalong. <laughs> it's
3: been drawn by we <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't
2: remember no. if she,
1: I feel like she has to have been drawn at some point. Vavena? It's
0: not Vavena. Pattern? It's not pattern.
4: Oh, we don't have a pattern POV. That was a waste.
0: Ooh. Dang, that's pattern fine. POV would be very entertaining. Fruit please, away. please, ah. going to be that. so
3: fun. <clears throat> be mm-hmm. Clue
0: four this character has met a shard.
3: Salon drew all the heralds, right? Yasna. No.
0: It's not Yasna. Already no. said Yasna. Yes, no.
3: yeah, yeah, oh, we're now in the territory
4: of like I feel like it's there's one right answer, and now I just have to yeah. figure out what it is.
1: <laughs> but, no, the question is, were they a shard when they were met? Yeah.
5: like anyone who's met Taravangian at this point. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, met that's so. Yeah, uh, that's so twisty. Uh,
0: I would say...
4: Met them as the Shard? As a Shard, yes. As they, the they,
0: Shard, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Have we guessed Dalinar yet? I don't think so. Daladar. It's not Dalinar.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> so we've got, like, all the main colons here, right? Yeah. You got a lot of colons I mean,
0: out of here, yeah.
4: I've
3: got a lot of colons. You can anybody
0: guess anybody who's colon. met...
4: Or no, the Nightwatcher wouldn't count. Just those few who met Cultivation would, but...
0: Right. Correct. Rod um, by
3: Shalon, though.
0: Yeah. Wait, have Is
3: we it? guessed oh. Taravangian?
0: I'm there guessing guess. Taravangian. It is made, really. <laughs> yeah. that, Like She drew Taravajan. I was yep. like, yeah, yep. right
4: back in
3: Way of Kings. She did a portrait.
2: Back in me. Way yep. of Kings. Yep. That, yep. That, that was uh, quite tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he like, he oh. absolutely
3: did meet a shard. He, did, he yeah, absolutely he, met, met, he, he had a yep. chat with uh, Cultivation. And
4: Odium. Oh, yeah. And Odium several times. Odium.
1: Yeah, I was starting to question on whether or not that it was shard of Adenalsium or if it was shard as in shard blade.
2: Oh, oh probably really I probably would have specified that, yeah,
1: that, no, no, that. would
3: they'd done that with Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We would have um, thrown a hissy fit. <laughs> and, and
0: clue five is this character is presumed dead in the world. The main characters believe they're dead.
3: That That's a pretty good giveaway.
0: Yep. For a, nice, I,
3: a nice Clue five
0: cap. Yeah, you know, I like that. There was even a bonus clue, but like, I don't know. I always like when, mm-hmm. you know, he can almost uniquely identify with the clues. It's good.
2: Mm-hmm. But it's that's also kind of tricky because it's like... Did,
0: like Shalon drawing Taravangian that's an easy fact to miss right the, yeah, yeah. It's, it was
5: a while back
0: yeah mm. yeah.
5: I was also thinking of her sketchbook pages more than like mm. what she drew in text mm-hmm.
0: yeah 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 mm.
2: mm-hmm.
5: this next one is from uh, Latiko
0: Lapsy mm-hmm. sorry Lou. one one of this character's parents is dead <laughs> <laughs> I love the sigh, Shannon. It's good.
2: <laughs> Adelyn.
0: It's not adolin Renarin. It's not Renarin.
4: Just start out the same way. We just got to go for it. William the- Man.
0: It's not William ann Vivenna. It's not Vivenna. Clue to This character has a sword. You sure it's actually not
5: Vivenna?
2: Vivenna? Would have been a perfect guess.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it is not Vivenna. Yeah. <gasps> sure it's
3: not Vivenna. Uh, that's
0: <laughs> that okay, said, I... th- it's very amusing that you're guessing Vivenna given some of the later clues, but it is not Vivenna.
4: <laughs> Can I ask a clarifying question? Can sure. you repeat the the first clue? Is it specifically only one of their parents is dead, and like presumably Ooh. the others alive? Ooh. what was what was the actual phrasing the
0: phrasing is one of this character's parents is dead uh let me yeah. take a quick look see it
4: could be tricky in
0: both of them uh, but i feel yeah. like that's kind of mean that that might be i feel like
3: the fact that eric is having to go to the copper mine to check on this is kind of significant
5: that <laughs> yeah definitely. that like co- that, I def- I'm definitely <laughs> striking through some people in my head because of this.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, look, there's it's definitely to get things correct. You know? Yeah, because wow. it's
3: that's metagaming these questions.
1: <laughs> there's part of me that wants to get Serini, but both of her parents are alive.
0: Uh, how about I say that we specifically know one of their parents is dead? How about
2: that? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's fine. The other one may mm. or may not be.
2: Uh, is it Oh. Is it Venley?
0: It's not Venley.
2: Okay. That's a good one. Is it Vin? It's not Vin. i thinking like her
0: colossal. There's sword like three Vin V names now. in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. V V V. Viviv. Uh Venley Venly, Vin. Oh, I think it's Vivina. I hate that Brandon pronounces
1: it. Vivina. <laughs> it's not it's- old chaps, is it? Because he holds <laughs>
2: No, it is not Old Chaps, okay.
1: I like that. I like
2: that a lot. Because uh, <laughs> we do explicitly hilarious. know his
1: mother is dead. We don't know about his
0: father. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's what I had to check. Uh, but no, it's not chaps. Uh, Old
5: co- Chaps. Old Chaps. Uh, e- Eland.
0: No, it's not Eland. Uh, clue three. This character was involved in an assassination.
4: Mm, then what'll work? Yeah.
0: Oh, Zeth. It's not zeth oh that's a good one though that would be another great reason for me to check uh if the other parent was we alive have... or not do we know
4: one of his parents is dead yeah his dad's dead as a rhythm of war now not... yeah oh ishar that's oh
0: yeah as a rhythm of yeah, yeah, yeah. war yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what's his name that ishar ishar? Yeah, 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 ishar. Yeah, yeah. ishar
3: was like i killed your dad yeah
4: yeah, oh, yeah,
2: yeah that's true turo. that
3: did happen
0: yep um, His hmm. dad has a sword. Mm-hmm. Was involved in assassination. Is it Elhokar? It is not Elhokar. No, Ooh. he was involved. <laughs> that's true. Several.
4: Yes. Some, some Usually self- about himself. self staged
0: <laughs> well, that, well, that's that's true. That's true too. <laughs> self staged assassination attempts. You know? The amount of assassinations that Elhokar was involved in is extremely high, and it all involves <laughs> him. <laughs> Hilarious,
3: and Gavilar sure do be dead. Is it Eshinai?
0: It's not Eshinai. Mm. Just cross.
3: I just realized I didn't get the sister.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I
3: was like, she was involved in assassination. She got it. Uh, she got it going. (laughs) Leave the order. Yeah, that's
0: true. It counts. What does it mean to be involved in an assassination? (laughs) (laughs) There's
3: so many different ways you could be involved in an assassination.
1: Mm, Would that count as an assassination? Give it a go. Give it a go. I, was also,
3: I've been, I also have I other names in mind can. from other, other non Roshar.
1: Reddin is the heterochromat, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm.
2: The,
1: the king's bastard. That's who I'm guessing. Oh, no, it is not
0: Reddin. Okay.
2: Oh,
4: I have a good new guess. Okay.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Ah, I really
4: poof. hope this clue doesn't mix it. Yeah. Because I really like this one. Clue
0: four mm. this character's eye color changes when you think in <laughs>
3: Uh, <laughs> eye color changes when using investiture yes correct so any radiant I don't think it works anymore no right.
0: well it can't be a light eye well, what was your event. guess has- though alex i won't say yes or no i wanted to guess
4: helleron oh yeah because he went for amaram yeah. on the field
2: yeah.
5: Have we guessed sure. Moash? I was thinking Halloran no. earlier, and then Eric had to go look up about the parents. they like, well, uh, yes, oh, so that's true. That that is true. We, we so know,
2: know it's probably not true.
5: <laughs> Moash is Mo- Moash
3: because we know at least one of his parents is dead.
0: It is not Moash slash Vire, just to be clear. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I was thinking about Moash, but I'm pretty sure both of his parents are dead because he was raised by his grandparents. Grandparents, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep, so I
3: like, yep. I knew that, but I was like, maybe it was just one was, maybe he only said on this page that one of his yeah, parents yeah, was. Dead. Anyway, yeah, it was. Yeah. A,
0: well, you got a free yeah, bonus gotta, clue there. You know. I need a new guess now.
5: Mm.
3: It's got to be a dark eyes radiant if it's a radiant at all, because light eyes. Color doesn't change, as far as
5: well. We I've always it's... wondered about that. Does the color change to match the order?
3: Not for light eyes, as far as we yeah. know.
1: Yeah, because there's there's no points where Shalon has red eyes. Okay, yeah, she doesn't get red eyes.
3: That would be cool, though. I know well, light well, light-eyed radiant eyes colors should change, but
1: they should.
0: Oh. Yeah. To be fair, Shalon see... can just light weave them, though. You know. So, yeah,
4: yeah, she, she could but have then, I mean, what about
3: the other red eye, it girl. could
4: also be a regal or a fused because they get the oh. uh, glowing eyes. Well, that's, but
0: it's all we, very true.
3: But we do we know enough about their parents? And yeah, I was like Raboniel's daughter, but I don't
4: think I she was has just a thinking about-
0: Do you do you want that as your uh, guess?
4: No, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Also, like she dies before her parent dies. So I feel like that doesn't work for the
0: first clue. Hey, well, I don't know. Look, I can't, can't make, make it, look I up make, can't dad, make it square know? with
3: assassination. What, what? So it's like, yeah. Yeah.
1: what's Yeah. Oh, I mean, you I'm know. passing on this clue. Ooh, okay. like, wow. 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 Ooh, boy. This is a tough Can, one. Maybe I'll give
0: a bonus clue after clue five.
5: Can I have don't the clues again? Huh?
0: Can yeah. I have the clues oh, again? Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh... Mm-hmm. One of this character's parents is dead. This character has a sword. This character was involved in an assassination. This character's eye color changes when using investiture. Oh, and I almost said clue five, but.
3: (laughs) I want to have a guess. Um,
0: Uh, Did
2: anyone
3: has anyone else guessed on this clue? Because I guessed Moash, but I don't know if anyone else guessed on four. I haven't guessed yet.
0: Alex tried.
4: I know. I've had like so many that are like
1: close, but don't mm-hmm. quite work. and I
3: d- But Alex hasn't yet either.
1: Nope, she hasn't. No. Nope. Nope. I feel like this last one is a trick and it's some yeah. like return shenanigans.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can see that.
4: Um, I don't know if this works. I'm going to throw out
1: Lyft. It's not it Lyft. Nope. Okay. I-, I want it to be Vivenna. It's not <laughs> Because Her is changed because of the royal locks. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 but they don't. Well, I mean, but sorry. What I mean is, it's not Vivena. Sorry. Yeah,
1: they do, but she's not. That's
0: that's that's why it was so funny that your guys like, are you sure it's not Vivena? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with Denth. It's not dent. Thought about Denf. I are still passing. About-
1: yeah, I'm still going to pass. All
0: right, clue five. And I do think that will be a bonus clue because this one is uh, tricky. Not helpful. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I mean, it is helpful. This this clue okay. is helpful. You just okay. think it's
3: going to be a tough one. Okay. I
0: just think it might be tough. Okay. Clue five, this character wears white. And Zeth has already been guessed, by the way.
2: Yes, he has. <laughs>
3: Is it? I was gonna. I was gonna guess. I was. I was thinking in the Warbreaker. I was gonna. I was gonna go with Bluefingers because I can't really remember Warbreaker.
0: Is that your guess? They were brown.
3: Do they? Yeah. So I don't remember enough.
0: Mm. Is that I don't your guess? Remember I just read
3: it. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I figure it's not Bluefingers because you just.
0: <laughs> no, I. I haven't said yes or no. Do you still want that to be your guess? Yeah, I'll go for it. No, it's not. <laughs> just had to be clear. Like, it just it saved you before I confirmed. So it's like, I ah.
5: don't gotcha. Is it Susabron? Gotcha.
0: It's not Sussabron. Uh, Thank wears you. White. I, yeah, it's all right.
4: I'm like, I'm pretty sure Vin has a white dress at some point, but I think we already guessed Vin. I think I already we did. guessed Vin. We did.
2: We did. Vin was already guessed. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, and we already guessed Ellen. He, he wears white. Yep. Oh, yeah. We yep. guessed. No. No. Characters that wear
4: white.
2: Mm. Is no. it like
0: full white or is it like bits of white? I would say full white. How about that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Not not just like <gasps> one white article.
2: It's not Raiden. Okay. Can I gonna pass my me? guest Are to Shannon? Shannon? <laughs> Are you going to message me, Shannon?
3: i'll message you yeah
2: why don't you message me <laughs> oh, God.
3: i just had this i just had this crazy idea and i don't i don't know enough about this character to oh, like okay. remember okay. if some of I think
0: it i gotta pass i don't think I this have is anything. like
3: i gotta i gotta reread cosmere i'm so excited um, to
0: see what your guess is no i think oh, I, no, yeah i think i gotta enough. go for the, the bonus <laughs> not, clue. no no it is not um, yeah, i was just like <gasps> I got excited for you, but no, no, that's, that's a like- nope. There, <laughs> sorry. Are you passing? Where's white? Are we? Are
4: we done? So, with yeah. this one? Dead I parent so. has a sword. Yeah. No, where's
2: yeah. white? Mm. Eyes change oh, that-
0: color.
4: Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'll give you a bonus clue. Uh, <laughs> this this clue will be helpful. So I was originally going to say this character is definitely not from Rishar, but you guys kind of figured that out already. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll say this character is from Talbane.
3: Oh, no. Kenton. I don't know
0: anything. It is Kenton! Hey.
5: <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> I've was the, the first tree 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 tree. <laughs> once three yeah, years ago. We'll
0: yeah, Kenton Four years ago. His eyes color? Yeah, yeah, Sandmastery. Yeah.
4: Really? Yeah. Oh wow! I have
3: not read White
0: Sand. <laughs> <laughs> That's I why I was not like, "Oh, no, this sand. is going to be really You're hard because it's a there. White
2: Sand thing." I know <laughs> two White it. Sand characters, and Ketchin is I one of on them. Yeah.
3: I haven't.
5: Uh...
1: <laughs> I have no memory of there being an eye color change.
5: Why does his eye color change? Do we know why?
0: This, it, the art and sand mastery, I guess. From the yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so, so
5: this is the it's the art type thing. Well, I mean, Instead it might be a thing. I,
0: I don't know. I well, don't we'll have to see in the omnibus. From the prose. Anyway.
5: If you know more about white sand and why Kenton's eye color changes, put it in the comments
0: and please I, help us out. The best part is that <laughs> theoretically maybe the white sand omnibus in English will already be out uh, by the time this episode comes out. So
3: We'll be yes. able to find an answer. That's optimistic.
0: Yes, <laughs> I mean you're not wrong here. Okay, cool. So this last one will be from our Who's That Cosmere Character Priority Queue, which you can do if you are a Herald on Patreon, and uh, we we have a lot to get through of these really. But uh maybe we need to do a Who's That Cosmere Character episode where it's oops, all Priority Queue. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh this one is from uh Cyprian Wiley and clue one. <laughs> this character is hard exclamation <laughs> mark.
3: I feel Rock. like I just guessed. Oh, that's how you that's
0: not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and don't take that dirty either, okay? All right. This is, this is, is all it, safe for work. This is a fact. These, <laughs> yeah, these are Brandon
3: books. Is it? Is it Relaine? It's
0: not Relain. No, oh, that's good too. I like that. I was like, is Carapace, Uapam. No, no, it's not Uapam. Okay. The Spren. The peak Spren. Unlike Uwapam. Ben, I actually know who these characters are. No, just kidding. Ben, <laughs> ben doesn't know. <laughs> of
3: I know who Uapam is. Yeah, Uapam's great. Him and Zoo. Yes. Great, Bad
5: heart. Yeah, very fun. Really yeah. Hope we see more of them. I hope they're in the next book. Yeah, we could get a novella that's just like the group going back from um, losing integrity back to Arathiru, so we can get like mm-hmm. all of the characters that just kind of were there for no reason and got no more story. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. They could no, have they some shenanigans sp- in Shades Bar. Shades Bar shenanigans.
1: They get sidetracked and they end up in the Horn Eater Peaks. So they're there in Horn Eater. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there we
1: go. <laughs> um, Solved it. This character is hard exclamation, exclamation point.
2: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: You said exclamation point. Yeah, yeah, that's what the clue says. I, I, I felt it might be
0: relevant, perhaps. It might be. Maybe, I don't know.
1: I just had to laugh because that's just such a funny I'm first I'm just like, I had,
3: a, I had a guess for other ones, and I'm just like, what if I repeat a guess? I don't know. Yeah.
1: The sibling,
0: because <laughs> they the manifest sibling. in that like physical that. realm. I like that. I like that, but no, it's not. Okay. The clue two, this character can communicate.
3: Is it Nightblood? Oh
0: my gosh. Sorry. Wow. Uh, one at a time. Nightblood. It is Nightblood! Hey! <laughs> okay. There you go! There you yeah. go. That's the, that's I was, the
5: repeat. And I yeah, was like, that, that was my alternative to Clue one. I was like, which one do I want to do first? I was going to oh, do yeah. a Clue one, but I'm just
3: like, I just won on Nightblood, like, uh, on the stream. <laughs> like, my last yeah. stream. So I was yeah. like...
1: Oh, well, we didn't take okay. priority queue on the stream.
0: So, yeah. Um,
1: I was nice. just asking clarification because I couldn't tell if you said can or can't oh, communicate. Sure I, think, sure.
3: I think me and uh, me and Jess said that at the exact same time. We'll chalk that up to uh, internet leg. But...
0: Oh, yeah. I couldn't quite parse. Like I heard a night. You said, blood, we both said night blood. We both oh, said it. Nice. Lift the point. Clue three Lit. this character is used. Clue four, depending on your <laughs> definition, this character may be alive uh and uh clue five this character is currently not on the world where its creators come from
2: no. yeah there you go but uh-huh.
0: i mean i just love the i love the clue one this character is hard
1: um uh, yep <laughs> nice not that i'd want to test that because
0: no no you I don't want to get anywhere near yeah. that no not even a don't, little bit don't touch it <laughs> Night I mean, Not even Does light. does the hardness of night blood really matter when you get vaporized touching it?
4: It's like how hard or is a shard blade, you know? Does it matter?
0: Infinitely. <laughs> Enough.
2: <laughs> Very
5: magically. It's like the, um, yeah. It, it's like the like if a tree falls in the forest and you don't hear it, like did it make a sound except like <laughs> is it really hard if you can't test it because everything it touches tends to paper? true vapor? it's true what if it's the
0: most brittle sword ever but it's just it's just that good
5: <gasps> brittle is still hard
0: well, that's true. true that's a good point good point true. welcome to hard cast <laughs> no, no. <sighs> okay we're talking about the Mose scale <laughs> yeah yeah let's talk about sapphires and diamonds it's actually very interesting <laughs> oh boy all right everyone thanks for coming by uh you can find us on 70 chartcom for all your news discussion theories and fun we got an awesome discord server with so many people uh and uh there's there's a lot going on. Uh, Span Reads is still going on. Uh, probably Diceborn is still going by the time this episode comes out. But I I don't know. Probably. But there's a lot of content for you to, to look at uh, mm-hmm. in September, uh, which is when this is happening, maybe. Uh, so, yeah, it's weird recording this in June. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter uh soundcloud youtube you can find us on instagram where we post our art that we commission you can support our patreon for a mere dollar and get outtakes you can get span reads a few days early you can uh you you can vote on our art that we have every month and yeah it's pretty sweet so you can support it for as low as a yeah. dollar every month and you can do more if you want i don't know Uh, and Yeah. So we will see you all next time for something else. I don't know.
2: Something. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. 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 Call.